Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so your participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your Front Range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has room. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it! Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast. I'm Henry Chisholm. Uh, oh, this podcast is presented by InWeGo, by the way, which is a super cool service that you should all be using. The way it works is it's basically Netflix for tickets. You sign up and you pick your membership plan. Um, if you want like two tickets per month or like five or six or whatever and it's all different price levels you pick which one fits best for you and then you use it to go to pretty much anything that happens in denver most of the nuggets games are on there uh hey news there they're actually not playing basketball anymore because everybody's sick so that isn't an option but uh the concerts they have third eye blind coming up they have i think miranda lambert was just on there there's a whole bunch of options the food festivals um Pretty much anything you want to do in Denver, if you sign up for InWeGo, it'll get you there, and it'll get you there for a lot cheaper than if you bought the tickets for yourself. Um, the best part is, if you use our code DNVR, then you can get your first month free, and that just means you get four free tickets to go do whatever it is you want to do, whether it's a Rockies game or a food festival or whatever. Uh, so definitely check out InWeGo. Um, download the app or go to InWeGo.com for more information. Okay, uh, basketball now, 
that game was really disappointing. Um, I'm assuming if you guys are listening to this, you guys all probably watched it. Um, but that was just brutal. Uh, Washington State beat Colorado 82-68. I think that unanimously uh, we'd all decide that Washington State is probably the worst team, the least talented team in the Pac-12. Um, you know, we were all excited because this matchup should have been almost like a bye. Um, Colorado was favored by 10.5 points. You don't see those lines all that often um, in these tournaments like this. But, again, Colorado just played the way it's been playing for the last five games now. And that's not going to be good enough uh, to beat pretty much anybody. Um, McKinley Wright looked good. Tyler Bay looked good. But they got no help. None at all. You know, McKinley put up 21 points. Tyler was 6 of 9 from the field. Put up 19 points on 9 shots. It's pretty crazy. But again, there was just no support. Um, It's very much like the Utah game on Saturday. Obviously, kind of worse because they took that one to overtime. This one, they I don't think they ever got back within double digits in the second half. Um, it was up over 20 at some point, I think. Yeah, largest lead, 22. Just just painful to watch. Um, as you guys know, I'm in Vegas, and I had to sit there through that whole thing, and it really just hurt. Uh, post-game press conference, the vibe was kind of weird. You know, the whole whole day was kind of weird with all the coronavirus stuff going around. Um, you know, just a, just a strange day. All the different things that happened, starting with the morning, um, all the way through to the Rudy Gobert story, um, where you have your potential defensive player of the year in the NBA get tested for coronavirus, and the test is positive and they realize 10 minutes before the game is supposed to tip off and so then they have to cancel the game they have to get everybody out of the arena they have to like wipe down the benches obviously both teams are quarantined in their locker rooms I mean that's just crazy stuff and and that's only like scratching the surface of everything that happened today you know Pac-12 tournament tomorrow no fans are allowed to go to the games um you know the bus fans I was talking to today were really disappointed um Turns out the Buffs aren't even playing tomorrow because they lost, but it's just it's just a weird day. And, uh, you know, the vibe at the press conference, they were all talking like nothing was really that different. Um, like, like there is going to be an NCAA tournament, even though I, if I were to put money on it right now, uh, which I could probably do because I'm in Vegas, uh, I would say there is not going to be an NCAA tournament. It's just so crazy, all of this stuff that's happening. Um, an update on that uh, so as of right now they are still planning on having that tournament which means the Buffs would have at least one more game um, no guarantees it would have been nice to get one more win and get up into like a 7 seed maybe um, but as Tab Boyle said they feel good about it I think we should all feel good about the Buffs chances they should be a tournament team um, they should be a lock to be in the NCAA tournament but Maybe this last five-game losing streak 
does matter more to the voters than it's supposed to. Um, maybe they're not looking at the body of work, the full body of work, the way they're supposed to. Um, but yeah, that's that's still supposed to be going on. But the difference is there's not going to be any fans allowed to go to those games. Um, it's essential personnel for the teams. Um, TV media is going to be there. They need somebody to broadcast the games. The NCAA said today that they weren't sure if they were going to allow other media to go. So, you know, people like me. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be on the road next weekend. I'm not sure if there's going to be a reason to be on the road anyway. Um, we'll keep you updated there. Again, all this is just so strange. Um, and if you read my column, I put it up pretty quick after the game. You, kind of hear my thoughts on all that like it, it it makes sense that teams wouldn't play their best when all that other stuff is going on around them um it would make sense if they were distracted their heads were in the right place whatever but uh colorado didn't look all that different than colorado's looked over the last few weeks just bad just like they don't care outside of mckinley Wright and this time tyler bay um tyler played well against utah but he didn't he didn't look quite as good as he did tonight. He didn't look like he had the energy. And there were still some lapses defensively and that kind of stuff. But at this point, that just kind of seems like who he is as a player, is somebody who may have a couple of defensive lapses in every game. It was frustrating. Uh, to see those two not get any help at all. And they're just stuck out there. Um can't create McKinley Wright only had one assist Tyler Bay didn't have any the team only had four but the reason the team had four and McKinley didn't dish out all four of them was that he was the one who was making the shots he was the one who had to knock down the shot not the one who had to set somebody up um Deshaun Schwartz you know I love him I've loved all the time I've spent with him but he is not what he was a few weeks ago. His his game has just totally fallen off. There's he doesn't look like himself. He can't knock down shots. He doesn't look confident. It's it's just brutal to watch. And that's the case for most of these guys. Uh you know, it it was kind of weird in the in the media. So so after the game, uh, Washington State spoke first, and Nick Rolovich, who is Washington State's head football coach, was waiting in the media room, in the press room where uh, the press conference happens. Um, so there's probably like 20 people in there who are reporters, maybe a little less than that, maybe 12, um, 15 or so, uh, like five or six Pac-12 staff people. And then Rolovich and somebody else with him in a Washington State shirt. So maybe like an athletic director, somebody. I didn't recognize him. Um, but when the team walks in, Rolovich just starts clapping and cheering. And the guy who's running the, the audio and like asking, or asking the first questions, like passing things around, he, he's like, no clapping, no clapping. And he is upset. And Rolovich keeps going and then he starts laughing about it. And the basketball coach says something like, ah, oh, it's Pullman. Uh, you know, and <laughs> the guy was pretty uptight about it all. Um, he said, uh, "He said, yeah, I've been to Pullman a few times, but it wasn't like, a, oh, this is acceptable. This is like, yeah, what what is happening? Um, so that was kind of the mood. When you have your head football coach in there in the media room cheering, you know there was a pretty big win for a school. Um, and that one definitely was for Washington State. But one of the first things that 
the uh, Cougars basketball coach said was that he's trying to build a program that's like Colorado's. Um, we have a, a bunch of depth where you have guys who can play. Like he said, a whole bunch of good players. I think he said nine, ten good players, something like that. But it's it, it doesn't look like it anymore. You know, who who is a good basketball player on this roster right now? Um, McKinley is. Tyler is. Evan Batty struggled. Uh, he played well Saturday, but he has really struggled over the last few weeks. Deshaun Schwartz has really struggled. Um, Shane Gatling has struggled. I thought Eli Parquet probably should have gotten the start. But I don't know. Maybe you don't change things here. And it's not like Parquet played all that much better. Lucas Seward has struggled. It's it's just not a good time. Um, and they recognize that. Uh, I, had a, I had a conversation, actually, with a Washington State reporter uh, after all the media stuff finished. Um, because during the Buffs press conference, Tad said that he thought, from his perspective that Colorado lost that game, um, that that wasn't a game that Washington State won. And, you know, he, he said all the other things like we it's a good basketball team and they deserve all the credit. They played well, but we beat ourselves. We didn't ever give ourselves a chance to be in that game. Um, and, you know, the, the reporter from Washington asked me after, he's like, that was kind of weird, right, that he saw things that way? And I was like, you know what, I do kind of see what you're saying that Washington State played really well. They did kind of shut the buffs down, but that game just looked exactly like the last five. Like, it's not like Washington State found some new way to beat Colorado. It was just the exact same thing from a different team. Um, and I think that's what makes this so hard to watch. And and you, you, you see these games and you say, oh, here's the point where it all just goes to hell. And, and it just keeps happening over and over. And... The players see it too. You you see them start to slump as soon as they give up a five point run. Um, remember, remember that short run? I think I think uh, Washington State early in the first half, probably three four minutes in, made like a seven point run. It was well a little later than that. Seven point run, and then the Buffs get a basket. Then they make an eight point run, and then that pretty much decided the game right there. But you could see like even before like that first seven point run. As soon as they got that rhythm, Colorado just acted like it lost. Like they just didn't think they could compete anymore. Um, even, even Kin. And, and he was different about it. Um, it wasn't quite as much as slump, but it's just this frustration. And maybe, maybe it wasn't reacting to that streak, but reacting to how his team reacted to that streak. But he, it was more like anger than anything else. But he, he struggled f- from that point f- too. Uh, he didn't look like himself with that same attitude. Um, not even lately, he's pushing that guy in the paint um, with a minute, two minutes left. Uh, that that's just not a team that feels good. And and Tad said something about that after the game. Tad said, you know, if if everybody in that locker room believed in themselves as much as they believed in McKinley Wright, then they'd be just fine. Um, and that's what it looks like. It's it's a team that just doesn't believe that it's good at basketball, which is crazy considering where they were. You know, a 
16th best team in the country with a 21 and 6 record with wins over Oregon, Dayton, whatever. They just fell apart. They just totally fell apart. And it's hard to watch. It's just hard to watch. And I want there to be an NCAA tournament. I hope we all get to watch basketball. I hope we get to go to the new bar and just hang out all day for weeks. But there is a real part of me that thinks I don't want to have to see this basketball team again. Like at this point, it's not going to be what we all think it can be. What it, it, it can't live up to the standards anymore. The standard is this is a team that's capable of making an elite eight run. Um, the odds have always been stacked against it, but it's something that this team is capable of. You know, a successful season is going to the Sweet 16 probably. There's no way this team is winning two games of basketball. It's just not going to happen. And that that makes me just not want to watch them play because that's what I'm going to be hoping that they're going to do. Uh, but they just prove over and over and over again that they aren't capable of it. Ugh. Um, let's... Let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery for a second. If you guys are struggling with all of this, then uh, there's one place you should definitely turn, and that is Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, they have so many great beers. I've, you've heard me talk about the Colorado Core, the Strawberry Sky, the Avalanche. You know, The Encore comes with a free lift code that gets you 50% off your ride home. It's just super clever stuff that Breckenridge is coming up with. If you want to try any of those beers, you should probably come to our bar the DNVR bar that's at Colfax in York opening Friday. Um, there's like a whole big thing at 5.30. You guys should check out the website with all the details. But we're going to have eight Breckenridge beers on tap. Eight of them, plus some other stuff too. Um, again, Breckenridge is the best. They're actually going to be out there giving out samples. They have games set up, little like... It's like Papa Shop, but mini. Um, and you just like push down the little thing with your finger and it flicks the ball up and it counts it it's a lot of fun i'm really good at it um i think i heard they're also gonna have an air hockey thing set up so definitely go check out their stuff it's a cool company you guys should be supporting it and uh if you guys want to know where to find breckenridge beer well first of all just go to the bar but also go to the beer locator on the breckenridge website and it will tell you all of the locations you can find all of your favorite beers and they're a great value. So if you haven't yet, check them out. Uh, also want to tell you about Bojo's pizza, which is pretty much the best pizza that you're going to find in Colorado. It's a uh, massive, their, their mountain pies are easily able to feed a whole ha- uh, family. Uh, they, they make their dough fresh every day. They infuse it with, honey like local honey and it makes it special and different and better uh the best part is if you use our code dnvr then you can get a free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree um there's no reason not to they have gluten-free pizza they have cheeseless pizza if you guys are like alley um, plant-based options they have a massive salad bar check them out too also if you can't make the trip you can also use doordash and get your pizza delivered to you okay uh basketball again i don't even know where to start it was a weird day um which is what happens in vegas you know i woke up um i had to go to uh 
I don't know. We don't need to explain this thing we did on Instagram today. Basically, we did like a snake draft of our favorite bar food with each beat. So I like get ready for all that. But then after that, uh, I, w- I went over to the arena, which is like right around the corner, and watched some basketball, obviously, uh, starting with the uh, Oregon State game, which was pretty cool. Um, Trace Tinkle, as I think I've said on here before, is from Montana. So, like, growing up, he was playing against all my friends, like, dunking on all of them in middle school. Uh, Wayne Tinkle, his dad, uh, coached at Montana. Uh, Wayne's two daughters, Ellie and Jocelyn, they're great athletes, too. And they were sitting right in front of me, and so it was fun watching them. Um, actually, I was sitting next to the a reporter from NBC Sports Northwest, and she actually mic'd one of them up for a few minutes in the second half, and it was pretty cool. But yeah, so like seeing all that, it was really cool. And then watching Arizona play, uh, who did Arizona play? Uh, it was the big man matchup. It was Zeke Nyaji versus Isaiah Stewart. That's right, uh, Washington. Um, so that was fun. Went over to Westgate Sportsbook and hung out with Chris Fusilay from the Blake Street Tavern. Like another place you guys should be supporting, and a couple of other people. Tim Neverett, who was on the radio uh, in Denver for a while and uh, is now the play-by-play person, play-by-play uh, commentator. Wow, it is late, and I'm getting tired. Um, for, for the Dodgers, though, and he was at the Red Sox. He's really good at what he does, so it's cool getting to spend some time with him. Um, I met Bill Walton today. I did a whole bunch of different things today that were pretty cool. Um, but the point I wanted to make, oh, I also hung out with Mike Pritchard for a bit, but, uh, talking to Pritchard and Fuselay, they, they were just kind of crushed by it. It was a weird thing, you know, hanging out with Chris throughout the day when, when the news broke that the PAC 12 tournament was going to be closed to fans, he was he didn't feel good about it. I don't think anybody did. Uh, everybody was kind of upset, but I don't even think it crossed our minds that Colorado wouldn't be playing. You know, it just seemed like it's, it's Washington state. You're going to win. And so for that game to go the way that it did just wasn't, wasn't fun. Was not fun at all. Um, also got to talk to Rick George for a minute real quick. Everybody's just in Vegas now and it's pretty cool. Uh, not anymore. Actually, Mike Pritchard is going to stay here. He does radio out here now, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's talk about something cool. Uh, Michael Westbrook, the Buffs receiver who played for Colorado from 1991 to 1994 is headed to the college football hall of fame. So that's awesome. And, uh, really cool hopefully CU I'm sure CU will put on some cool events celebrating that stuff um but he deserves it uh, it's also worth noting that Carl Durrell the Buffs head coach was Michael Westbrook's receivers coach at Colorado uh for two seasons his sophomore and junior year uh that's good for uh, recruiting and that kind of stuff being able to say especially when Michael's going to be around the program more um which I'm not saying like he's going to get a job with the program, but because this is the year that he's going into the college football hall of fame, he's going to be out there for a game, maybe more than that. And he's going to be like recognized. They're throwing him his name around on the big board. Like everybody's going to be thinking about, 
uh, Michael Westbrook. And uh, when recruits are out there on the sideline, then everybody's going to be talking about, you know, Carl was the guy who coached him up. So you guys should love Carl. And I think it's, I think it's going to be a big thing. Um, and it's not just about what's good for like the future. It's also awesome for Michael, who was a great receiver, you know, consensus, all American, uh, fourth overall pick in the draft. I was thinking about it because he was fourth and then Pritchard was 13th. Um, those are the right numbers. So yeah, like cool for him. Great for the bus football program. Uh, Hopefully they know how to turn that into ammunition to get recruits. Uh, so that was a fun little thing that let us take a break from talking about that terrible <laughs> basketball game. Uh, real quick, I'm going to tell you guys about Green Mountain Dental, which is an awesome way for you to keep your teeth clean. And it's somewhere that I really need to go. And I keep saying that, and I never have actually gone. But I swear my schedule's starting to open up open up because basketball season's ending there's still the spring football practices uh but you know uh it's it's like every other day they have spring break off all that kind of stuff uh and the reason why you should go to green mountain dental well the first one is that it's great service they do good things to your teeth um it's pretty close to denver so it's convenient so all that stuff but also if you get a tooth cleaning uh, and an x-ray and that kind of stuff, then you get a free Sonicare toothbrush, which is a, a great deal. And it makes your trips to the dentist even better. You know, you don't have to get shamed for whatever. Dentists just love to shame people. Like, they're constantly complaining about how you handle stuff. Um, they don't do that at Green Mountain Dental, and they definitely won't do it. If you use the free Sonicare toothbrush that you can get if you... Uh, get a cleaning x-ray and exam. It's a great deal. Okay. Um, also today was the Buffs football pro day, which is where all the draft eligible players work out in front of scouts, in front of media, and try to convince the scouts that they should be drafted and given a job. Um, we're not going to spend too much on time on this right now because I wasn't there, obviously. I'm in Vegas. But we did have Andre Simone and Andrew Mason up in Boulder for that today. And we'll get them to talk about it at some point. But I did want to mention that Davion Taylor is a freak athlete. The 36-inch vertical jump today, he ran a 4.39.40 time. 4.39. Ties Isaiah Simmons. It's incredible, um, and he does that at his side, uh, his size, and you know he, he's like the all Pac-12 sprinter, all that kind of stuff. But still, just mind blowing. Uh, I wouldn't. He's just rocketing up draft boards, and it's pretty cool to see because he's a great guy, and you know you're sure that he is nailing the interview process. Um, hopefully, everything's going to work out for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a second round draft pick, um, which is so crazy to say. Um, I haven't had a chance because I was so busy with all the basketball stuff today to catch up with Dre and Mace on everything else that went down, but I did want to pass along that note. Um, Visca was there. He didn't um, He didn't do anything. It's more like supportive, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I did see some hype around 
uh, Jalen Harris, the tight end, which is interesting, but also not unexpected because you look at a guy like him and it's the same thing we did before last football season. And you say, wow, this guy is going to be a great tight end. He's so big. Uh, he's tall, he's long, but he's also just built and he's a great athlete. He's fast. Um, he, he can do all the things that you'd want a tight end to be able to do athletically. The, the problem is he just hasn't been able to put it together. Um, he hasn't been able to turn himself into a real good tight end. And you see all the potential there, but it's totally untapped. You know, he was beat out by Brady Russell. And Brady Russell's a really good football player, but you look at the measurables, all that kind of stuff, and it's like, huh, this is not at all what we expected. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if there's some more hype that builds around him in particular. Um, before we get out of here, this is going to be a short one because I'm in pain after watching that game. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about basketball. Um, okay, circling back. Again, the, the takeaway here is that this was just not fun to watch. Uh, it's disappointing. It's it's frustrating. <sighs> I don't even know whether to talk about the tournament because I don't think it's going to happen or what it's just such a weird place to be right now where it feels almost like the season's over like and maybe that's because I'm out here in the middle of all of it seeing no fans being allowed in tomorrow seeing the reactions to that um, seeing the frustration with the team Uh, maybe back there when you're still watching on tv like it makes more sense it's like yeah they still do the tournament but when the NBA decides we're not playing basketball games anymore, it just seems like the natural next step for there not to be NHL games, for there not to be college basketball games. Talking to Tim today about baseball, he doesn't know what he's going to be doing. Uh, he doesn't know uh, how many games, like when the games will be played. You know, the Mariners right now, I think their first seven games of the season, they want to play not in Seattle because that's kind of the epicenter in the U S of all the coronavirus stuff. Um, where are they going to play? Can, are they going to try to share a stadium with somebody? Can they schedule that? But by the time we get there, is there going to be anybody like anywhere they can go? Or is there just not going to be any baseball? You know, talking to Chris Fusilay, what was the Blake street tavern, which is famously on Blake street right next to Coors field. Uh, He's, he's going to lose a lot of business if there's no opening day, all that kind of stuff. But the way things are playing out now, it's like sports are just going to be gone. Um, who else I talked to? All sorts of people who are impacted by this in so many different ways. You know, we're opening a bar. My job is dependent on sports. But if there's just no sports for the next five, six months, what do we even do? I don't know. It's a weird thing. But the vibe around that arena has just been strange because of all of that stuff. You know, it's all anybody wants to talk about after the game. I had somebody, one of the ushers come up to me just kind of randomly. It was actually kind of weird that he just walked up to me and started talking. He was like, well, I won't see you tomorrow. I was like, how did you know I'm from Colorado? how did you know that the buffs are the team that I am here for? Um, I can't remember what I said, but he said something like, Oh, today's my last day because I'm non-essential. I was like, what? 
And he said, yeah, I've been doing this for 10 years. And now all of a sudden I just don't have my job. So it's, it's crazy stuff and it's really impacting people. Um, it was a weird conversation though. And so it didn't feel nearly as dark and ominous as it probably should have. But yeah, it's a strange thing. And so we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if we wake up tomorrow to an announcement that there will be no more Pac-12 tournament, that they just decide to stop all the games. You know, you're having whole teams being quarantined. Um, not here, but it's kind of just a matter of time. Um, and that just makes it really hard to talk about whether McKinley Wright is going to be able to get the rest of this team going when you don't even know if there's... if like He legitimately could still try to just go to the NBA and this could be his last game as a buff because they cancel the tournament. Um, it's a weird thing. It's disappointing, everything that happened in that game. Um it's not one you want to go back and look at at all. I don't think I will go back and rewatch it, even though I try to rewatch most of these, just because what are you going to learn? Like, it's all the same stuff. They're all just mopey. They they don't look like a basketball team. They don't look like they understand what they're doing. Meanwhile, CJ LB is just knocking down shots with confidence. Um, the, the guy this morning from Utah, uh, Plummer, What's his first name? Christian Plummer, maybe? Uh, he he made 11 three-pointers today. He was just on fire. Everything he touched just was perfect. And it was because he was so confident. And nobody on this roster... I mean, Kinley has some confidence. Tyler Bay has some confidence. But even they aren't full power right now. They're, it's just brutal. They are, it's, it's just brutal. Um, let's just stop there. If you guys have thoughts, then... Go to the post for today's show at thednvr.com and leave your comment, leave your question, and I'll get to those tomorrow. Um, we can keep talking about how miserable we all are. Bye. And see you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army with soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And voters where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Oh. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging as the crowd do the wave. Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid. Uh-huh. Cause you know we finna hit ya. Hit ya. Hit ya. Hit ya. Hey. Hey. You on your own now, why you watching the official? Yeah. You just better hope you make it to the next whistle. Yeah. And we ain't playing with you, you can get Swag. My Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. Might not swear, I think they like my Colorado swag.